0: It's time to talk to the b Man Now, uh, Stan Sport is the home of the Champions League. If you want to catch any of the Champions League football, make sure you get Stan Sport. And joining us now is, as I like to say, the greatest footballing export we ever had, former Manchester United and Aston Villa keeper. It's Mark Bosnich. Are you there, Bozza? Good afternoon, Professor. Good afternoon, Stock. Hi, Brooksy. Hey, Bozza. <laughs> <That's> beautiful. <laughs> How
1: are you, Bozza? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, can you hear me okay? This is, it's a little bit breaking up for me, I, as long as you guys can hear me, yeah? No, we got you, Bozza.
0: Bozza, loud and you gotcha. clear. Now, amazing European action this week. Have you watched every minute of this football? <laughs>
1: I have, course, yeah. and, and it was it was last week, but I have. It, oh, it God. was an amazing week for it, for everyone, for everyone. Um, we got all the semi finalists. Uh, in in place now, there's going to be a repeat, obviously, uh, of last year's semi-final in, in the Champions League. Real Madrid taking on Manchester City. There's going to be the Milan derby in the other one. Uh, and in the other the other competitions, the, the less the, the, you that the two the below competitions, Europa League, uh, and specifically the Conference League. Uh, Matty Ryan, the Socceroos captain, he saved two penalties in their game against Underleg to take them AZ Alkmaar to the semi-final, where they'll play West Ham. So, everything to look forward to, to start again in 10 days. And, of course, this week has been a real, you could say, heavy week of Premier League action, especially, um, in terms of the massive title race that's been going on between Arsenal and Manchester City. And Manchester City were absolutely awesome yesterday. Um, they, they beat Arsenal at home. for the third time this season they beat them, and they've really swung the pendulum in their favour in terms of the title
0: race. So, 4-1... City over Arsenal. Mm. And so let me get this yep. right. Arsenal's now two points ahead, but City have two games two in points, hand. Two points. Correct. Right?
1: Correct. Two points ahead, but City have got two games in hand. And also, more More importantly, at this stage of the season, they've got a better goal difference. That's like worth a point. So if you've you know, if, if you've got that much, they've got a 13-goal better goal difference. If you've got that much of a better goal difference, if you're finishing equal, you're going to win the title anyway.
2: And Man City still have the treble in play.
1: They do, they do. So pretty much they're looking at, what, seven more games in the Premier League, uh, uh, one more game in the FA Cup final where they'll meet Manchester United, so there's eight, and then they'll be hoping for three games more in the Champions League. So that will be 11 games to immortality, you have to say. So... I'll be nervous times for a lot of the treble winners from Manchester United back in 1999. I spoke to one this week. He was going, "Oh, please, please, please! I hope Manchester United do us a favour in the FA Cup final." But, <laughs> but look, I, I, but it, it, whatever, whatever happens, happens. I know you, you, we're spoken about in quite regular. But Erling Haaland right now, 49 goals in all competitions Oof. this season has been absolutely amazing. And at the other end of the table, the releba- sorry, the relegation the relegation battle. Uh, it thickens. I mean it, it went all the way up, I would say, to twelfth a couple of weeks ago. I think you could say now safely Palace and Wolves are pretty much safe. Bournemouth are still there, but in thirty six points. West Ham even though they've got a game in hand thirty four. Leeds thirty, mm. Nottingham Forest thirty, third mm. from last in the relegation zone, Leicester, then Everton and Southampton. So huge uh, games coming up all this weekend.
2: Look, I'm 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 on one side of the Mersey side and it's not the right side. The Evertonians. Yep. But uh talking about the other side, Liverpool. Uh, their European hopes are still alive. That a 2-1 win over the Hammers. Third straight win. How do you see them progressing?
1: Well, they've got a big chance. I mean, Aston Villa just above the mile, have been an absolutely phenomenal run. I think it's the second only uh, to Manchester City in terms of the run they've been on. Actually, if if the competition had started after the break because of the World Cup, Aston Villa would be top of the table. But Liverpool are slowly but surely edging there. So they've got one game in hand. They're on 53 points at the moment. They win that game in hand. They go to 56. They go above Aston Villa and Tottenham. Well into the European places, probably have to say a little bit too far for one of the Champions League places, but well in for the Europa League place, which at the moment is at fifth. Now that place could drop down depending on how uh, Manchester City go in the the Champions League and also how they go in the FA Cup. So you're probably going to find the places might drop down to six and seven anyway, which would be fine in terms of then qualifying for the Europa League. There's already one place already decided with the League Cup winners. Um, so it, it's it, it's it, probably that it's going to drop down a couple places.
0: Now, you're saying Villa won five straight at home. Chelsea, on the other hand, have, have lost five straight under Lampard. Surely yeah. they're showing him the door soon. Are we going to see an, an Aussie in well, charge at Chelsea?
1: Well... Mm. <laughs> Oh, look, I'd dearly love to. You're talking about Ange Postacoglu, yeah. for those that are all listening. to. I'd dearly love to. I doubt it. Um, Mauricio Pochettino apparently is pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, and I'm, and I'm, everyone must know I'm very biased because Frank Lampard and myself were very close in my time at Chelsea. So it's difficult. But the bottom line is, in my opinion, and this goes for all sports, caretaker managers very rarely work because you, what you'll find, and as you know, Sock, you have people in the dressing room who know um you've got different characters, but you've got people who know that manager or that coach is not going to be there like in two or three months. And it's very difficult to motivate those players, especially the ones at big
2: clubs. Well, I was just going to ask, Bozza, when it comes to football managers, There's, I mean, it's a bit like rugby league, and, and there's a lot of pressure on mm. coaches, maybe not so much in cricket. But, I mean, Villa have been just outstanding since they've mm. gotten rid of someone like Stevie Jarrett. How much of a role is that just straight down to the manager or just – Allowing some uh, a fresh face or a new face. How much? What percentage would you put it down to a manager in, in a club success?
1: Oh, I would say ninety-five percent to wow. be fair, because even if you even if you want to turn around and say a little bit less it's because of it, but it's it's down to that new manager mm. to put people in places where they can produce their best, and that's not only physical places, that's mental places as well. Yeah. And everyone knows who plays sport, even in life in general. As as we learn more and more, the mental side of things are so important. I say this all the time to my kids, to people around. You've got to be very careful mentally what you're saying to other people, okay, because that can affect them in different ways. Conversely, you've got to be very, very careful mentally what you allow other people to say or to do to you, because it can scar you for a very, very long time. And when you get to the very top level, as you know, Sock, okay, there's always about 1% who are just very, very special talents. And I'm talking about a Cristiano Ronaldo here, Lionel Messi, you know, people, so Don Bradman, people like this, okay? But the rest of the 99% are all very close, all very similar fitness, everyone looks up. But what separates them is the mental side, and it's so, so important. New manager comes in, all of a sudden, he doesn't even have to disparage the previous manager, but just to turn around and say, you know what, by the way, I've seen you in the last six weeks. You haven't been yourself. I'm going to put you in a position where I know you're comfortable, and I know how you can play. And you want me to show you how you've played really, really well? Here's a DVD. Go and have a look at it. Or here's something on the phone. Go and have a look at it. This is where you're very best. This is what I need from you. Other players might need a little bit more sterner. It's about managing personalities as much as it is about the tactical side as well. You can't have one without
2: the other. Boza You sound like you'd be a bloody good manager. We have said this to him last
0: week, but he shied away from it. Said he didn't want to do it. Well, look,
2: I wanted to ask you... No, I didn't shy away from it. I told you
1: straight. I told you straight. How much money? The bottom line is, as as you as well know, the boss has got several several sides. The boss. uh, And there was one side side to him, although although it's a long story, but there was one side to him that unfortunately... Uh, Some people around me at the time took advantage of, but it brought it out of me, and it's very, very difficult from a credibility side for me to turn around to my players and say you have to be at 12 o'clock. All it takes is one to turn around. What, like you used to do? So what am I going to say then?
2: You've changed and you you learn from other people's mistakes, Boz. That's what you tell them. The standard has always remained the same. (laughs) And, you know, experience never gets old. That's what you can teach them. I was going to ask, do you have any spare cash? Because I've looked at this (laughs) Wrexham getting promoted into League Two next year. They're going to make a one and a half million pound, I think, bonus for getting that far with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I was thinking maybe if I could throw the hat around with Brooksy Mark, yourself mainly, given you are probably got the most cash. What about um, me, you just well, yeah, well, professors, you? yeah, we know he's you know uh, I'm strapped, yeah, he's strapped. <laughs> but um, what have you made of uh, Rexham being promoted? And uh, do you reckon they'll get Gareth uh, Bale out of retirement? Do you reckon they've they've they, got enough they, coins? They may do. Mm. They they may
1: do. They may do. And it's it's a wonderful story, and and it's got the hallmarks, hasn't it, of being a a, a stand classic or a Netflix or something like that, classic documentary. Uh, and you've got Ryan Reynolds there as well. What a story it would be. I mean, they're back in now into the league two. So that's the old fourth division. Imagine if they go all the way up to the Premier League and it happened to it. What a fairy tale story that is. Mm. And it's and it's wonderful. And look, I know it, look, everyone's different, and everyone for, for different type of reasons. Over here, we, we don't have promotion relegation. So it's understandable. Um, but like, you know, wouldn't it be great? Because I'll just give you a, a little example. I actually said this to somebody who's very high up in rugby league when I was talking about the Dolphins. I said that was absolutely fantastic, that opening game against the Roosters, Lang Park, 30-odd thousand. And he was like, yeah, we are a bit nervous and that because, you know, we just didn't know. And then I said, like, why are you nervous, especially up in Queensland, where for me it's Rugby League Central. And I just as I was leaving, I said, just a, just a passing shot. Yeah, you realise you would have that every year if you had promotion relegation. He was like, okay, but that's, that's exactly what you have. Okay, you have it, you have, okay, we saw the fairy tale story. You also have the, the story when you're really, really sad, you know, uh, uh, when you go down, but you do have it and you can have it if you really want to, you can. Bosa,
0: who was it? Was it Abdo? Was it Robbo? Right. Oh, you know what I'm like. I'm very discreet. Oh, like no, that. you I don't, don't remove it. your I don't sources. Know, yeah. I hate hey, yeah. – I've always yeah. wanted to ask you, you obviously played a lot of time in the EPL. Have you watched Ted Lasso?
1: Oh, I've watched bits and bobs of it. I remember watching that one when he went down to – I think it was – he called them the Tottenham Hartsburg yeah. when he was driving that little <laughs> golf buggy around. That was hilarious. That was funny. I'll, I'll watch the whole series. I'm so busy at the moment. Um, but I'll, I'll watch the whole series for you, and I'll get back. Yeah, to Yeah, listen to see with what him, you think. With somebody, somebody that in. how accurate? Yeah, it is. was funny.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, we're, it was so funny. Yeah. We're talking
2: about you being busy. How is um, how's day four of the uh, the Barca Academy? Are you getting hassled for book signings? And
1: uh, no, 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 that, that was it. Was the Barca Academy was fantastic? Uh, they went down to Melbourne, had a fantastic time. They went to Adelaide as well and wow. had a fantastic time. They're, they're finishing up in Adelaide. And as I said, and I've said to people here, I said to Graham Arnold the other day, well, I think it's a a wonderful thing to have someone uh, of the ilk of Barcelona down here. And the reason they're down here is quite simple. And I say this to every parent that's listening and also every football supporter the reason that they're down here is quite simple. They know the talent that's down here. And it really is. And Australian people got to realise that. But this is, you know, we've done it before in, in Olympics, we've punched above our weight. In cricket, we've been, well, we are world champions. Rugby league, we're the best. People can say what they want about AFL, but we're the best. Simple as that. Like the union world, uh, rugby union, rugby <laughs> the union. Oh, hang on, before you start laughing, just remember AFL has got one of the top ten TV deals and also top ten average crowds in the world. So just remember that, right? Oh, yeah. So, That's so why funny, not for football? It? It's a, it's a, you know, it's still a, it's still relatively, you know, a sort of you know, undiscovered frontier. And they're not the only ones that are down here. There are other clubs that are down here, and other clubs and federations by the way who want to come down here and obviously to 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 try to access to to the talent especially when they're
0: younger did you ever play any afl Bozza, when you were growing up or was it not in Sydney i did there? i did i did when the
1: swans yeah I, so i went i was in high school in the 80s so when the swans obviously
0: uh, you know hit the scene
1: there was a massive push from the swans they used to come out the schools and all that so we used to do we used to do a bit of afl and all that it was good
0: you would have been good mate tall man like you taking catches kicking yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: re- and kicking out of my hands, which is all, i do that, no problem. And, and catching the ball at its highest point. I was I actually learned from an ex-AFL player how best to to do the run and jump to catch the ball at its highest point. So there's one for you.
0: Very good. Now, hey, Bozzum, we had you on once and you gave a pretty basic coaching tip to kids have you got another yeah. one for us today to finish off for kids in cars that want to be going Oh, I haven't
1: got another one. I, I haven't got another one, but what I've got is this. Okay. So, so my wife after the wedding, because she put such a good show on for our wedding, uh, has been sort of sorted after by quite a few people that do some events. Now, um, the one event that she's doing now, and I actually went to it yesterday. Now I love animals, so I want to get that across, but I'm not a, I want to say I'm not a big fan i Dogs are not a really big thing for me. What? But one of the things that she's doing is to promote the dog app. Now, with this latest AI, so people don't need to be scared of it. Uh, you know, it's artificial intelligence. They've started, well, the person that she's working for, and Sarah's uh, my wife who started it, they started a, a dog app. And that's what it's called, the dog app, which will use cutting edge technology uh, to allow uh, you know, to allow basically you to speak to your dog. Now, that it's the first no, I know you can laugh. No, but you can laugh. But I said, I said to her, if I get the opportunity, I would say this because I actually went down the first time I didn't go down. I said, I'll come down. and said, and I was really, really impressed with what I heard. And I know how many of our listeners uh, do own dogs. And I don't know how many, how dogs are such loved here in Australia. So if you've got any time, I'd suggest, like I said, it's at its early stages, and you can talk to um, your dog. Have it, you have you got basically a dog? basically? No, 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 I haven't. My daughter wants one, but I've I've got to okay it okay with the with the building manager, but um, but basically, like I said, it, it allows you. This is this, and this is what I heard yesterday for from the lady who's who's doing the It allows you to talk to a dog. So for all Douglas out there. They they will understand that more than me because like I said I like I said I, dogs have not been my thing I love animals but dogs have not been my things I haven't had time so check it out everyone I, I like Bozo, I said I was really is, impressed I went that is I went down I just went down I just went down to the event and I just thought you know just to support and to watch and I was really really I was really impressed. Put it that way. Does there you it, go. Well, it,
2: does it speak in different languages? Like if you get a German shepherd, will it question. Look, I know
1: there's like, – like I said, there's, there's artificial intelligence is being used, okay? So those who don't know about artificial intelligence, look it up. Um, if, you know, there's it, It's an amazing thing that's coming forward. A lot of I'm people are it. afraid of it. But just look – at exactly, just look it up. And I know that they've been having linguistic people coming down to make sure that they get all the right things from the dogs. So like I said to you, I don't know dogs backwards and she would be able to tell you about it more than I would. But it was for me, like I said, somebody on the outside to listen to what they said was, was very interesting and it made a hell of a lot of sense because it, we all know how how important animals are, especially dogs are to Australians. So check it out if you've got a title. Oh, that's
0: amazing. I'd like an app that takes, that helps me talk to my wife rather than my dog. <laughs> <which> is... <laughs>